behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix It Radio. And it is that time. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it very much. Uh, myself, Jeff Kitty. We are live at the Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet, Rocky Mountain Airport, which if you guys have been around town for a while, it would be the old Jefferson County Airport, or Jeffco for short, back in the day. That's what we called it. Today, though, it is the Rocky Mountain Airport, Highway 128 and US 36. So if you aren't familiar with the northwest end of town, Depending upon how you're coming up, it's US 36 to Wads, or yeah, yeah, it won't say Highway 128. I think it's going to say Wads. I don't know. I don't even look at the signs anymore, Jeff. I just know where I'm going, so I don't look anymore. Well, there's plenty of car show signs out there. You to... can't miss it. If once you yeah. get off at uh, Wadsworth and head south, so if you're coming either east or west on US 36, head south, and once you head south, you'll again you'll see all of the signs, and you want to head west into the airport itself. And just follow the car show signs, and you will not be able to park inside. If you're coming as a spectator, you will need to walk in or take one of their handy little shuttle things they've got floating around to bring people in and out. But either way, just uh, come by, say hi. It is full. We've got old airplanes. We've got new jets. We've got every kind of car you can imagine, car, truck, old, new. Jeff, you walked around some before getting here. I didn't because I set up, and then here we are. But what all have you seen? Oh man, I did. They had the Corvair stepside curbside van. Oh wow! Or truck. Okay. In there, and there's a bunch of Corvairs here. Well, and the swap uh, meets behind us, so yeah. we are. For those of you when you come come by to see us, we are on the very west. Uh, let's see, west to east, I guess you could say, or, or I'm not saying that right, northwest end. Along the yeah, field. we kind of kind uh-huh. of angle, so we're we're towards the very end of the tarmac, if you yep. would, towards the west. So if you yeah. come down to the west end, you cannot miss us. We got our big trailer name on the side of it. Yeah, you'll see us. You know, believe me, come on by, get some get some swag while you're here. We appreciate it, and just look for all of the great cars yeah. and trucks that are here. Rat rods, you name it, everything is here. And again, everything from the newer stuff. There is a nice uh, Challenger just down the way here, and Mustangs. There was Chevelles. a GT five hundred that rolled through. Chevelles, old, new, uh-huh. again, you name. And they're doing some flybys and things yeah. like that as well. You'll hear some airplanes as we're on air today. You'll hear some folks, uh, you know, some people taking the, uh, the flybys and, and different things along those lines as well. So again, it's a great show. It's full. Dick Thompson, the Collector Car Council, appreciate him having us out, and we've done this now for a. Gosh, Jeff, a very long time. I don't know how these, how many of these with Dick we have done, but we've been doing this for 10-plus years or more, so it's been quite a while that we've done this for him, and we appreciate him having us out. It's a lot of fun. So, again, if you're out and about, it's a beautiful day, by the way. Not hardly a cloud in the sky. It's not super warm out. It's 70 degrees. It is absolutely right now perfect. And it's a great family deal. It is. You so, know, it's nice to see all the kids and, the, you know, the teenagers. This correct. Is, you know, they're all looking at the cars. It's nice to see young like, people yeah. involved in this. Period. Let's say that. So, you know. Fix It Radio. 
Now, we are going to talk some things on Fix-It Radio. If you've got a question for us, let us know. Kent from Novus Auto Glass will be with us a little later in Drive Radio. I had a question that came in overnight on some glass stuff, so we'll have Kent here today where we can answer some of those questions a little later as well. So believe me, if you've got some glass questions or things along those lines, Kent will be with us here 10 o'clock-ish or so. If we can drag him in from looking at all the cars that are out here, we'll see how that works. He's but got one of his own here, doesn't he? He's got one of his own as well. So yep. come by again. Say hi. All right. Some things I wanted to talk about today, mainly because it's a nice day, nice weekend. And what I mean by that is what can you do to, you know, you, I talk about this a lot during the week, and I've talked about this even of late, Jeff, when it comes to vehicle theft. And this yeah. does tie into Fix-It Radio. Yes, it's a drive radio thing as well, but how does it tie into Fix-It Radio? Well, I feel like in a lot of instances, and yes, I'm one of those guys that when I drive through different neighborhoods and so on, I look at what's in garages. Yeah. And I do that mainly just to see, can somebody park in it or is it just full of stuff? Yeah. And my thought process on vehicles and vehicles that get stolen, in a lot of cases, is if you had that vehicle and the ability to park inside, A, your risk of it being stolen is reduced greatly because it's inside, out of sight, nobody knows it's there. And some thieves just are not going to break into a home to steal a car. It's, it's, they're more apt to do it outside. And anyways, and, and there's lots of reasons why. I mean, when they enter the home, yeah. it's a whole other world when it comes to self-defense and so on. Yep. So, and they know that, by the way. Th- thieves understand that. So the point I am making is if you've got your vehicle parked inside, your risk of losing it to a thief, of course, is decreased. It's, it's, this doesn't mean that somebody still can't break in and take your car because those things happen as well. But the chances of that happening are reduced greatly. So I'm a big one on what can you do to get the garage organized, clean, throw some stuff away, whatever it takes, and then be able to park inside as we get into winter. So today, I figured we're fast approaching fall jeff it's not as far away as you think we're the first weekend of august and the summer has already flown by and before you know it we'll be into fall and there'll be some colder weather and and how early that comes this year that one i don't have an answer to as well there's a lot of folks predicting that we're going to have an early winter but i have no idea so bottom line figure out a way where you can get your vehicle parked inside so i've got some tips on ways that you can clean things up, get some things stored, and so on. So if you've got a, a, a thought process on that or an idea, a trick that you've had in the past and you want to call in and share it with us, feel free to do so, 303-477-5600. You can text us as well. The text line, of course, is always open, 307 200 8222 Just text us, and I'll get you. I'll get you that question answered as well, or we'll add to the conversation that way also. But I've got a few things, a few tips on what to do when it comes to organizing, organizing your garage, getting getting to the point where you can get your vehicle inside, and so on. So first things first. First thing you need to do, in my opinion, Jeff, is take inventory. What's in it? You know what I mean by this. <laughs> yeah. Guilty. <laughs> What's in it? Well, the the biggest thing is, is I kind of go, if I haven't used it in three years, do I really need it? Probably could even shorten that up to if you haven't used it in the last couple of years, do you need it? 
I mean, realistically, yeah. if you haven't used it, in a, if you haven't used it really throughout a year in an entire season, yeah. do you need that item? Now, if it's a heirloom or something you're trying to save or an antique or whatever, well, that's that's a different situation. Yeah. But even then, you got to look at that and say, okay, how long am I going to hang on to this? What yeah. value do I have? And one of the things that I've noticed of late is certain things that get hung on to. And this is where where you have to be careful. My good friend Craig Nelson from Peak High Performance, he's helping people with some of these items and actually getting rid of some things. And one of the things that that he and I are finding is if you hang on to something too long, Jeff, even though you think it's always going to be worth value, and it may be to you, yep. the problem is if you hang on to it too long, it actually may, depending upon the item, not increase in value. It may decrease in value. Everybody forgets that there's still supply and demand that come into effect when it comes to even things you're hanging on to, antiques and things yes, along right. those lines. Supply and demand is still there. If there's always a high demand for something, which for certain instances there always will be. You know, you take a, a famous painting or something along those lines or even some old famous cars, even cars owned by actors and things like that. Those yeah. will probably always keep their value to a certain extent because there's very, very few of them. They're one-offs, if you would. Exactly. And in that particular case, sure, there's going to be value there. You take something, though. Yeah, you know, Jeff, for example, I was going through some things the other day. My folks have some old coins and different things. They were kind of figuring out, you know, what are some of these things worth and so on. And I was looking at some of these coins even from the late 1800s thinking, man, these things have got to be worth pretty good money. Well, there was enough of them made, and there's still enough of them around. That they're not. They're not worth a ton. I mean, yeah, they're worth some money, and they're worth more than the, than the silver dollar itself. Yeah. But are they worth, you know, hundreds of dollars? No. They no. are not. The average silver dollar of that vintage is somewhere between 25 to $40, depending upon condition. Now, there's some really, really rare coins that can be worth a lot of money, but, of course, these are not those. Yeah. So, point being, you really have to pay attention to those items that you're storing and really evaluate, is there solid value in those items, or are you just storing to store. Exactly. And if you're storing to store, then that's where you really need to look at what can I turn into cash? What can I make room for? Uh, you know, the other thing, the other advantage, by the way, of parking indoors, which you would think would just sort of come along with the territory, Jeff, is when you park inside and you hop into a nice warm car in the wintertime and you're not scraping ice and snow and so on, man alive, does that make life a lot easier versus Definitely. having to go outside and clean the vehicle off and all of that. So there's also that benefit to it as well. There's probably even some safety benefits to that. The longevity of the car, the well, paint lasts longer, yeah, on and on we finish, go. All that stuff. So if you if you look at all of the trade-offs in that world versus what are we storing in the garage, and I'm also not one to say go out and rent a storage unit to empty the garage out. I'm one to say what are you actually storing what value is there, and if there's not a lot of value or you can turn that value now into something else exactly. that you may even enjoy more and use more, then exactly. go ahead and do so. Exactly. And, you know, you, you brought up one of my pet peeves is renting a storage unit. Yes. We do it all the time, by the way. People do it all the time. That is the biggest waste of money that there is. Because Typically it is. Chances are you're going to be five, six years down the road. You haven't needed that stuff. You haven't used that stuff. You Correct. Haven't even thought about it. Correct. Other than the fact that you're paying about 150 to 200 dollars a month to store all that stuff to take it when you have to clean it out 
to take it to Goodwill or wherever you got to take it to. That's right. So, and and, and it's funny, Charlie and I, as we look out, and Larry, as we look out to the west from the station, because as we look west out of the station, we're on the 12th story, mm-hmm. you look down, there's a storage facility right behind us. They built it, I don't know, numerous years ago. And it's funny, we watch the people come, go, come, go, and you see the doors open, you see what's inside, and typically there's not a lot of things moving out of those storage units. There's typically trucks coming and usually unloading exactly. more things. In. Now, I understand businesses rent them, and there's the ability to offload, you know, different inventory and store things and so on, and seasonal businesses and what have you, and I get that. And by the way, if that's you, I, I have no issues well, that's a with that. It's a deal. whole different world. But if you're just having a locker to store more items in that you could probably dispose of either through a sale or giving away or whatever the case may be or getting together again with my good friend Craig Nelson uh, up at Peak High Performance. And I know, don't let the name fool you, he's not doing just car parts. He can help you and assist you in getting rid of a lot of different things. Point being, Jeff, is I think first things first is you need to really take inventory. And, yes, there's a lot of work involved in this because in a lot of cases you're going to have to unload everything first to determine what do you actually have there inventory-wise. And sometimes that involves just laying everything out in the garage, on the driveway, wherever, trying to determine what all do we have. And then my suggestion, I've got a list of things here we'll go over, but my suggestion then is, is again, take inventory. Are these items we – and, by the way, this you you have to do this in a non-emotional way. If you're going to go through the process I'm mentioning, you can't be emotional about it. You just have to, you, you know, you can't bring back the memories of said item and, oh, this was so-and-so's or this was when I was doing yeah. this. And No, you have to really exactly. evaluate and look at it and say, okay, here's the items that, that I've got. Here's the items that I know I want to keep because, yes, they're seasonal. Yes, I use them. Yes, I get the snowblower out periodically, blah, blah, blah. You know, you go through those certain things where you yep. just say, yeah, these are the items that I have to have. Now, if you go through there and there's other items where you're like, you know, maybe somebody else would enjoy this a lot more than me. Or somebody needs it. And there's that factor as well, by the way, because sometimes you've got it just stored away, packed in the garage. You're not enjoying it at all. Somebody else may get full enjoyment out of what's in your exactly. garage. Exactly. If that's the case, then figure out a way to find that particular person. And, again, we've got ways to even assist you through Fix-It Radio to help you dispose of or – I hate to use the word dispose, uh, Jeff. Repurpose. Repurpose those items. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Let's repurpose those items, get them into the hand of somebody that can actually use them, that will enjoy them, that in some cases might even be willing to spend money on those oh, items. Yeah. And now you've got some cash in on hand yeah. to then, you know, go do whatever else you want to go do. You know, maybe you want to take a nice vacation or do some fix-up work to the house or whatever the case may be. To do those things, you have to minimize, I guess is what I'm getting at, Jeff, some of the things that you may have kicking around. Just mad money. Yeah, and and for some of us, I mean, I'm one of these as well. It may be double, duplicate, you know, doubles, triples of certain tools that you may have, and on and on we go. And and some of those, again, those are some of those items where you know you, some of you guys that are technicians or have been in the past, and you look at okay, there's younger technicians. We are doing our best, and this show is a great example of that. There's a lot of young oh, yeah. kids that are floating around here. A few of them came by the 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 trailer this morning, by the way. And I look at those young kids and think, okay. For some of you out there that have some of the items I just mentioned, where if you could get that into the hands of some of these younger kids yep. and have them using those things and help them out financially by them not having to go all, go buy all brand new stuff, exactly. are you not then helping out the industry in general when it's all said and done? And the answer is, of course, yes, yes you are. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back.
Again, don't forget, by the way, Allen Stack, Stack Optical, one of our great sponsors. Roof Savers of Colorado as well. In fact, Dave was going to do his best to be out with us today, but could not. He's got so many jobs right now in the roofing world that he could not be with us. If you've got a roofing issue, of course, give Dave a call, 303 303- Seven one zero six nine one six. But Stack Optical, Allen Stack, anything you need when it comes to an eye exam, custom-made eyewear for whatever you need done, off-the-shelf eyewear, regular glasses, reading glasses, you name it. He's got it all. Would love to help you. And, again, he's a guy that believes greatly in the things that we are doing here. So anything you need when it comes to your eyewear, your eye care, give Allen a call today. And he's open on Saturdays as well. 303 303- 321-1578. We'll be right back. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibrations. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. 
Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. All right, we are back. Dry, uh, Fix It Radio. Drive Radio is next, by the way. Fix It Radio, Drive Radio will all, all be kind of the same today, melding things together a little bit because we're at the Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet as we speak. So come by and say hi, get a little swag. We've had several individuals already come by, listeners, I should say, and introduce themselves and, and uh, say hi. So we appreciate that very much. Always great to be out and about and just meet everybody, and we do appreciate that. Jeff Kitty with me. For this first hour as well, I saw Justin from Ridgeline Auto Brokers roll through. Yep. Kent from Novus Auto Glasses here, so we'll have some of them on air here shortly as well. But we appreciate everybody coming by and saying hi. Bill in Lakewood is up next. Bill, what's going on, sir? How's it going? Hey, I'll tell you what the old woman next door to me said when I was moving. Let's hear what it. A, what a person needs to do is take everything out of the house. She was talking about the house. Put in the backyard, and what's not back in the house after a year, throw it away. You don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Well, yeah, I mean, not a bad it. idea. She's probably right. But with my tools, yep. I got, I got three or four of everything because I got to go every time I get need something. I got to either go well used to be go buy it or try to find it. Yep. Organization is the key to this. Uh, it is. Deal. It is, and it takes a lot of effort to do it. Well, I, mean, I wasn't born. Garage right. can kind of become that, you know, that that uh, crap collector. I guess you could say it, where everything just sort of, you kind know, of like a level surface. And I, even in my world, um, and my wife will laugh at this, but even in my world, about once a month or so, you go through and you pull the cars out and you just start pitching. Because I'm not a pack rat. I'm one of those that wants to just toss things. So, Bill, thanks. I appreciate that, by the way. Very, very correct on that. And, again, first things first. Determine what you have. Sort what do we need versus what do we do not need. Now, on top of that, I would also go as far as saying some of you have other places to store things besides 
the garage. Do you have things in the garage that you could store in, you know, something that you really want to hang on to, but you're not going to get to it on a daily basis? Do you have an attic? Do you have a shed? Do you have other places where you could put some things along yeah. those lines and not just in the garage? Again, idea being, how do we clean things up enough whereby we can now use the garage for its intended use? Yeah. It's a garage. It's to put the vehicles and other things inside. So that's what it's there for. So bottom line is, you know, what do you do to maximize that space and make, in a lot of cases, make more space? So here's some, here's some tips along these lines. Now, some of you are saying, man, I've got a really tight space. I don't have a lot of extra room. I've done some unique things in the past. I'm looking at a picture here of, and I did this long before there were even kits made to do this. I saw, and I don't even, this is before the internet even, and I had figured out, okay, I'm in a very small garage. I've got stuff I, I just have to store, camping gear, the like, and so on, and I just have things I need to to store, Jeff. So I thought, yeah. I got a nice tall ceiling. This is one of the first houses I own. I had a nice tall ceiling. I mean, this ceiling in this garage was, I'm not exaggerating, Jeff, was probably 14 foot tall. Wow. It was a really tall garage. Just the way the house was built and so on, it had yeah. a very tall garage. might have been 12 foot. But it was tall. And I'm like, okay, hang on. I could put a, you know, even a 10-foot garage, you could come down about two to three feet, still have plenty oh, yeah. of room for a car to pull in. And what I did was I thought, hey, I could take some angle iron yeah. and a four-by-eight sheet of plywood, yeah. and I could make a four-by-eight frame with some angle iron pieces that go up, find the right studs, yeah. you know, you know, do some cross-bracing and such, and, and you know, put the studs and all of that. And before you knew it, I had two of those. Because it was a two-car garage, yeah. so 16-foot wide, I and I angled them. I didn't make them flat. I angled them to where they were shorter in the back and a little taller so in the could, front. Yeah. So I could actually see what was all the way in the back, and I could slide things in. But if I wanted something, it was it would slide forward, forward. a little bit. A lot of them you see now that they, bought, that they make in these kits are flat. Well, yeah. I didn't want it flat. I wanted that ability to kind of get even a coat hanger hook and grab something that would kind of slide like towards me. The, That's right. Those. Shelves at That's the right. supermarket. It would kind of slide towards so, me. Yeah. Exactly. So I built a couple of shelving units in my garage. Now, since then, that idea has caught on, and you can now buy those oh, yeah. pre-made, done, extruded steel, easy to bolt together, uh, wire bottom. You don't have to use any wood, and it's pretty yeah. slick. Now, it will it be as fancy as what I had. Well, I homemade all of mine, welded everything together, and put yeah. it up, and away we went. Will it be that way in these? No, it's a kit, and, but, but, you know, for the most part, these would work fine. Point being, it gets everything up off the floor. I'm a big one on not having it on the floor. If you can yeah. get it up off the floor, number one, in the wintertime when you're parking a car and you get any kind of water that comes down or whatever, yep. it's just cleaner as far as all that goes. It also gets less clutter on the floor. It also keeps some of the critters from finding places if everything is up off of the ground. I'm not a big, and I know a lot of folks are, I'm not a big shelving guy in garages. It depends on where it's at. The problem with shelvings is they also become a catch-all. I like cabinets. Now, another little trick, and it's not in my notes, but another trick on cabinets is there's a lot of folks out there remodeling. Yeah. And you can typically go on, I don't know, Facebook Marketplace Goodwill, different places like that, ARC, uh, Habitat for Humanity, 
all sorts of different places and typically can find old cabinets that have come out of a kitchen or whatever. And, you know, it doesn't even matter what color they are. As long no. as the dimensions of what you have there will work. And, Fit. again, you could even trim off ends and do all sorts of things. Because, yep. again, a, a can of white Krylon. Goes a long way. Exactly. You can you can take regular cabinets and a can of white or black or whatever your favorite yeah. color Krylon is and paint those cabinets, and pretty soon you've got a nice now cabinet out in the garage. And the reason I like cabinets is it's out of sight. Mm-hmm. Now, doesn't mean it's out of mind, but they're out of sight. You can store... Yep paint and aerosols and all sorts of different things but now everything's not out in the open it just looks every, makes everything in the garage look much neater the other thing i like about that is it keeps things cleaner inside of those as well you have less bugs spiders different things like you know things that happen inside of a garage just don't happen inside of the cabinets like they would in a regular storage exactly. so i'm i'm mr particular which you guys all know and i don't like storage racks I don't like the the you know plywood type or the metal storage racks that go in a lot of garages. I would rather have cabinets. And again, because you can pretty much do cabinetry pretty inexpensively by what I just yep. said, Jeff. Now you can also buy cabinets pretty cheap at Home Depot and so on, but you don't have to get that fancy. You can pretty much always find some leftover stuff, and you can get as fancy as you want. There's companies out there for some of you that want to do it. There's some there's some companies out there that make full bore. You know, fancy Jeff metal cabinetry uh, and benches that incorporate and the whole nine yards. I mean, they, you can do literally as much of it as you want. And there you go. You can hear some of the planes. That's an old uh, World War II that just went by. Uh, so, again, we're out here. Make sure I mention that again. We're yeah. out here at the Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet Rocky Mountain Airport. You could tell by the airplane that just took off. And we got some good giveaways as well. So come by, say hi, grab a few items at the same time. I think Josh from Legacy was just by and yep. dropped a bunch of stuff off as well. We've got T-shirts, hats, all kinds of goodies. So come by, grab whatever you can, give us a wave at the same time, and we appreciate that very much. Again, talking about garages, yep. how to either reorganize or even to start with, Jeff, minimizing what you have. And then once you've determined what you have left, how are we going to organize those items? Now, the other thing that's come a long ways from when, Jeff, even you and I were probably kids or first married or whatever, is the storage devices and even hooking systems and things to store and brooms and mops and so on. From what we, yeah. you know, when we were kids, you put a nail in the wall and a hole at the end of the handle and you stuck it on there. Literally, that's kind yeah. of how we stored things as kids. Uh, not anymore, folks. If, if you go to the Home Depot aisle or any of the big box store aisles and figure oh, out how to store some items, th- th- there's an entire section, literally two or three sections of different devices that's made for the things we're I mean, talking it's just about. Unbelievable! It really is. I mean, if you can think of a way to do it, yep, they've got ways to do it. And the plus side is. There's really no excuses anymore, Jeff, to not have your stuff put away. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's true. Now, like in our garage, we just took and put up 716 chipboard okay. along the wall. Yep. And I tore out an old workbench that my dad and I had built back in the 70s, and I repurposed the drawers from that. Nice. French cleats up on the uh, nice. chipboard, and then I just hung the drawers. Up there, took the handles off of them, and they they make. Uh, I mean, they they make good cabinets. Yes, they do. Yeah, so great idea. There's a lot of things that you can repurpose. Great idea. You know, and if you have any any doubt on what you can do, 
watch YouTube. The other thing along those lines, too, things you can repurpose. A lot of times, especially now, you'll see stores closing, retail stores. They'll have all sorts of, we call it grid in the retail world. Grid is the literally wire grid that they hang things off of in a lot of different retail stores. There's also slatboard. So grid and slatboard actually in a garage also make really great storage things because they make all kinds of different hooks and things and apparatuses that go on those. And, again, if you go to some of these auctions and sales and so on where they're trying to get rid of a lot of these store fixtures, and you would be surprised at how many of those items you can find there to help organize the garage as well. Jerry and Greeley, what's going on today, sir? Well, uh, talking about storing things, I've got a little shed in the backyard that – I used to store the gasoline jugs, plastic gasoline jugs out there, but it uh, just on shelves, and it would get hot in the summer, and um, I guess the yeah. the VOCs would squeeze out around the seals, uh, but I would actually lose volume. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, yes. Well, so yes. then what I did was dig a little hole, basically make a little mini basement in the floor of the shed, and... Um, keeps it cooler down there and that that seemed to work pretty well um and then i also put some jugs of kerosene down there for a kerosene heater for emergencies and um some of those Mm -hmm. jugs have been down there for well since 2003 and uh, the volume has has reduced out of those even though the seals on the caps are intact and i've I've been told that over a long, long time like that, that some of those fuels can actually like permeate or migrate through the plastic walls of the vessels. They can. Um, yeah. They can. It, and that that's really, I've, I've talked in the past, Jerry, about some of that, and that comes down to literally the quality of the can or the jug. Now, a lot of folks um, love the old Jerry cans. I only like the heavy-duty actual real jerry cans there's a lot of jerry cans on the market coming out of china and other places they're stamped they're not very good no they're not sealed they'll rust they'll leak over time i'm not a big fan of those now if you get some of the original original jerry cans from back in the day and there's some plastic ones now made from some companies that are pretty high end and there's some metal ones that are coming out of europe that are nice high end i love the jerry can end of things on that level i also like I call them the VP storage uh, jugs. They're storage jugs. VP makes them. All sorts of different companies do. They're a real thick, heavy plastic, plastic jerry. Yeah. They come in square or round. I like the square better because you can set them right next yeah. to one another. They don't take up the you know they take up. You don't lose volume. You don't lose as much volume when you're trying to store them. They've yep. got nice nozzle systems that go with them. They're solid. You put the cap on and the seal. They make new gaskets where if even those start to go bad, you can put a new gasket in it. I love those better than any other. That's what I use in my house, by the way, or my shop, Jerry. I yeah. love that storage method way more than anything else. Well, I actually just purchased some of those uh, based on, I, I think maybe it was Ready Radio, you you were talking about those a while back? Yes, I did. And, yeah, I um, talked about that a while back. That's exactly right. Yes. Um, the, the way I gather it, there's some sort of federal regulation about, you know, these new spill-proof jugs that they're forcing on everybody. Yes. And, and uh, so yeah. because of and that. And the nice thing he, about those those square jugs, I told you, they don't have to do that. They're very, they're very unique in that. Because, very stable. Yeah, they, they don't have all that apparatus on them as well, as you know. Well, and the way it seems is, uh, you know, even though these jugs are perfectly capable of holding gasoline, they, they, uh, VP goes to great lengths to say, well, we're, 
we're not allowed to say these are for gasoline. They're for recycled fluids or, you know, whatever, oil. Right. But, uh, right. But, uh, but, but they've been in use for gasoline for many years is the way it seems to me. Well, and these guys will even, even advertise them as, you know, racing fuel storage, and they're not even, you know, they're telling you not to store them long term, but a lot of folks do. I mean, I do, Jerry. I use them. Now, long term as in you want to keep the fuel that's in there fresh as well, so you're not going to have them in there for yeah. a, a very, very, very long time. You know, you're, you're, you're going to cycle that fuel through, but I've used them, Jerry. I mean, I've used mine long enough to where eventually they'll start the white ones will start to discolor a little bit, yeah. and eventually you're kind of like, okay, I've seen this thing seen better days. I'll pass this off to, you know, somebody else or do something along those lines and go buy a new jug and off you go. But, yep. I mean, I've used some of those, Jerry, for a long time, a decade or better, and get 10-year life out of them very easily. And they're thick, and they're thick enough wall that That's you, don't, right. you don't have to worry about them getting punctured. That's exactly right. Yeah, you can throw them around, throw them in the back of the truck. They don't leak. They're not stinky. They're not smelly. There's no fumes coming out of them. They're very safe. Uh, that's why I like those jugs you have now, Jerry. And they're, they're color color coded. You can. You can get yellow for diesel, for example. Yeah. You can do, so, you know, clear for gas or yeah. you know, however you want to do it. It's really You can buy red ones for gas, however you want to color code them. I like the clear ones just because you can see how full they are, but that's yeah. just me. And then yellow for diesel is what I do. Yep. Hmm. Works good. Yep. I appreciate the recommendation. Uh, for the kerosene, you think I should assume that because I've lost, you know, X amount of volume out of those, that, that I should not use them for, for a heater, uh, that, they, that it might not burn as cleanly? Uh, as I think it's called number one kerosene, you know, the made, made for indoor heaters. Yeah, care, care, yeah, you'd really want to use care. If you're doing a heater, uh, I would not use diesel fuel because it's not as clean. The kerosene yeah. will be a cleaner fuel for what you're trying to do with a heater. So, yeah, I and, and in those cases, you just buy the, the gallon jugs, keep them sealed. They'll last quite a while if you do that. I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe I misspoke. But, no, these, these are kerosene jugs made for my indoor heater, but I've had them so long that oh, okay. uh, – I guess I should play it safe and probably get rid of them. Uh, well, but, you know, you might use want, it up. Yeah, you might want to try it and see what it, how it burns, and okay. kind of go from there. Uh, if it doesn't burn very well, then yeah. yeah. And, and by the way, if it doesn't burn very well, anybody with a diesel truck uh, would take a gallon or two of that and add it into the gas tank and get rid of it for you. There's not a problem yep. there, Jerry. It would burn it in, in some of the older diesel trucks. It'll burn it no problem. Yep. Oh, oh, I had no idea. Okay. Well, yeah, you have no issues burning the older stuff. Like you can mix it in with a full tank of regular diesel, and it mix in and get rid of it easily that way. Yep. Or anybody with a waste oil burner, same deal. You yeah. can use waste oil burner and do it that way. There's multiple ways to get rid of some of that. All righty. Well, thank you very much for the advice, gentlemen. You're very appreciate welcome, it. Jerry. No, appreciate it very much. Thank you. And, again, folks, we're live out at the uh, Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet. And we're at the Rocky Mountain Airport, so kind of all combined. So it's the Rocky Mountain Car Show. We're at the Rocky Mountain Airport as well. Highway 128 and US 36. So if you get up in this neck of the woods, come by and say hi. I've had a lot of folks that have already been by. We've got lots of giveaways. Uh, Josh from Legacy was just by, dropped off some things as well. And again, lines are open, 303-477-5600. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, 
He wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR, Equal Credit Lender. Premier Home Remodels will customize your home so you can remain in it and grow comfortably for years to come. 
With their creative expert team, Premier can design the features needed or add the extra space to your home, making it more suitable for your family and safe for you to age in place. They're experienced in retrofitting homes, meeting all your needs now while ensuring you are prepared for the future. Premier Home Remodels will help you design the right changes to accommodate your entire family. And with Premier's years of construction and design experience, they know how to make the aging in place transition just the way you want it. They want you to have a home you'll be excited to live in. Let Premier help you today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you now and in the future. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. We are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. You just heard an ad for Dr. Scott, brand new sponsor of our daily show and all the weekend programs as well. And if you need some uh, things done healthcare-wise and you're tired of the normal system that's out there and you want somebody that will give you an honest opinion of what's going on, not what their insurance company or your uh, uh, your particular hospital is telling you, Dr. Scott is your guy, and he would love to have you as a patient. So, again, you go right to the websites, fixitradio.com. He'll be listed there. All of our websites, by the way, you can find Dr. Scott, and we appreciate him being a part of what we're doing here. So, uh, Jeff in Western Montana, what's up, sir? Hey, just sitting here looking at the, on my deck, looking at the smoke that surrounds us from the fire. So, it's uh, oh boy, oh, man. Well, keep it to yourself. We don't want it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Feeling for you guys. Yeah, we don't want it. You keep it. Yeah, I understand. That's what we told Canada early in the year, but they didn't listen. To yeah, me. exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I could tune in late, about a half hour late, so I don't know how much you guys talked about French cleats, if you talked at all about them. We the didn't. Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, a little bit. That's how I repurposed bit, my yeah. gorge. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Jeff did. Sorry right, about that. yeah. I found out about those years ago, and I have put those up in my garage, all three bays, and I, let me tell you, they are the slickest thing in the world, and they're cheap. I take a, I took a nine-inch, uh, nine I took a uh, half-inch uh, sheet of, you can use OSB or plywood, either one, yep. and I cut it into nine strips, and then each of those strips, you cut at a 45-degree angle, and then you get, you know, what is that, 144 feet of, of uh, yeah. strip that you hang on the wall and, and you put the 45 oh, yeah. degree up and then anything else with a 45 degree angle, you can, you can slide down in there and 
it just completely transforms the way that you can store stuff. Well, um, and it makes it so amazing. you can reconfigure it if it doesn't work. Right. Or right, you can I slide them a little it. bit this way or a little bit that way. And Nice. Yeah. It makes yeah, it a lot yeah, easier. Yeah, they are they are the coolest thing in the world. I put mine about eight inches apart so that even if I just want a yep. little bit of a change, I can do that. And, uh, yeah, I have reconfigured things from one side of the garage to the other in, like, ten seconds. And it's just it's just really really good. Nice, you know. Really quick, the other the other. I don't know if this is necessarily a hack, but you know, everybody's got small, you know, screws and nails and different things, and people use everything from you know baby, you know, old baby food jars to you know, you name it. They've got all kinds of stuff that they're they're using to store stuff. And I will tell you, Jeff, one of the things that and my boys got me on this one that I really love, and I now have sort of become a a, a junkie on them. I guess you could say are the packouts by Milwaukee where you can actually yeah. clip them together and you can use them for all sorts of different ways you can you, they make them narrow or something you know, sorry they make different depths of them make is them what I should say make them thin thick depending on what you're trying to store and so on and then you nice little handle and and they're all tight nothing falls around on oh, them. they are Jeff when it comes to storing small items it's the best thing I've ever used yeah I've, they're the slickest yeah, thing ever got a stack of oh, they're awesome uh, Packout. I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe I know it. Look it up name. online. or called Milwaukee Packouts, and they make all sorts of different yeah. versions where you can even put your tools in them. You can put, you know, different miscellaneous things. You can use them to store nuts and bolts and screws and tools and screwdrivers and wrenches and you name it. You can pretty much do a packout. And what they were designed for is the guy, the contractor that's running around in a truck. They make packout mounts where you can actually clip the packouts into the back of the truck and not have them all rolling around but you can also do the same thing in your garage they they stack you can put them inside of drawers you can put them inside of a cabinet the cool thing is there's just a little clip button kind of mechanism to where they they clip onto one another. a lot of the other tool companies now of course are starting to duplicate what milwaukee invented but i'll tell you what man jeff they are the slickest thing ever for storing some of those small items that are usually kicking around all over and you never never can find what you want out of that jar of miscellaneous crap yep yeah, they make. Yeah, uh, take a look at that. They are great, Jeff. I'm not my again. My boys got me started on them, and now that I'm going on them, and they make them in a full. I'm not saying this the right way, but you know, they make them in like a milk crate size. Is kind of the, what they're designed off of. Is kind of a typical milk crate, or they make half sizes of those to where if you want a half your, yeah, you know, you kind of do a partition, if you would, of. Of packouts, they make a mini packout, and again, different thicknesses. I mean, go online, look at Milwaukee's website. You'll see all their packouts. And Jeff, they even make a, I've got one. They even make a little dolly where you yeah. can actually put the packout on a dolly and then wheel the dolly around to whatever you're working on and have everything there next to you. It's like having a mini toolbox without having to roll a toolbox all around to what you're working on. Yeah. And, and instead they, of a tool bag, they're hard cases where you're not fumbling around inside of a bag for stuff. Everything's organized in an actual plastic box. Yeah, and they interlock yeah. so you don't have to Correct. worry about them sliding. Correct. Off and- Correct. So if you're, you know, out going to do something and you need three or four of them you're taking along with you, well, you just clip them all together and carry them around with you, and away you go. They're all there, and nothing falls out. Yep. They're cool. They work great. They work fantastic. I just gave Take a commercial film Milwaukee, but they're awesome. They work very well. <laughs> My son lives off of those. Oh, they're awesome. They're the best things ever, Jeff. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. You'll love them. Okay, I'll yep. check it out. The thing, the last thing about I'll say about French cleats is that they're cheap. I mean, you know, for, a, for what it costs mm-hmm. for a board of 
OSB, you can get uh, true you know, uh, dozens of feet out of it, it and. Uh, and, and it, it, it's just so versatile. I mean, if you haven't heard about them, I heard about them way back, I think, in the 90s, and I never had a place where I could uh, use them. They've been around now. forever. It's just, yeah. it's just, you know. That's cool. What What's yeah. new is old, or what's old is new again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, they're very cool. People, and they, they've, they've never heard of them, and I, so it's just kind of a, I've become kind of a prophetizer for those. But, but Milwaukee nice. Packouts. Yeah. Milwaukee Packouts. Go check them out. I know you well enough, Jeff, to know that you will uh, you will enjoy them. Let's just say that. My wife may regret you ever telling me about these. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will. Probably will. Yep. Yep. They're awesome. Th- thank you, Jeff. You bet, Jeff. Thank you very much. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, sorry about the smoke up in Montana. We are here live at the Rocky Mountain Airport for the Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet, and we have none of that. It is absolutely Thank beautiful God. day, nice light breeze. It is 72 to, well, let's see, it just went up 74 degrees right now, so warming up a little bit as the day goes on, but it is an absolutely beautiful day. So if you get a chance to come out and say hi, stop by. We've got Tanner from KLZ that just showed up a moment ago to help us out. Of course, my wife's here. Justin's floating around from Ridgeline Auto Brokers up in Boulder. Josh from Legacy Automotive and Ridgeline's around as well. Jeff Kitty's with me. Kent from Novus Auto Glass up in Sterling. Him and Judy are floating around somewhere as well. So most everybody, I mentioned your name already. My wife's waving at me. I already said your name. So come by and say hi. Women. (laughs) Jeez. Anyways. They only hear what you don't want them to. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. Drive Radio, of course, will be starting here momentarily. If you're listening to a replay show and it's Tuesday, of course, no, Drive Radio is not next. It's Rush to Reason on Tuesdays. But this is Saturday. We're live August the 5th, by the way. And we appreciate the guys here, uh, Dick and all of his crew, uh, for having us out here at the uh, Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet. We do this on an annual basis. And if you've not been out to what I – Grew up and called Jeffco, the yep. old Jeffco Airport. It's now Rocky Mountain yeah, Regional yeah. Airport. It's expanded some since the old days. If you haven't been up here for a while, uh, Kent was talking about this earlier from Novus. He hadn't been down to this airport for years. And he said, man, it's changed a lot. Well, yeah, it has. They've added on. There's more hangars. The terminal's a little bigger. I mean, it's similar in size to what those of you that are down south and recognize as Centennial, although the view up here is, in my opinion, better than what Centennial has because we're up here on top of the hill looking at all the foothills and everything. That's a Colorado view. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous up here. So if you get a chance to just come out, you want to enjoy the day, bring the family, uh, the kids, and all of that, have fun. To kind of cap off our garage storage, and I just gave a little commercial Phil Milwaukee on their packouts, and, yes, there's other companies that are doing some similar things. I don't know that anybody's doing the whole clip-together organization side of things like what – what like what Milwaukee's doing? Um, I don't know. I have not. I, I've gotten into the Milwaukee end of things, and when you get started, you just kind of keep um, going that direction. So I haven't looked at what everybody else the has. That got way. some. I mean, there's there's all kinds of them. Okay. So again, those are things that you can use in the garage. Keep things organized. Now, a lot of folks will use, and I I like these as well. The little clear plastic tubs that you may use in the pantry. You can use and put labels, as Jeff said earlier, for things like 
extra cords and maybe there's some smaller devices you need and you want to separate some of those things out and, you know, bungee cords and zip ties and so on. And maybe you're not a toolbox person where you've got the ability to put these things in a toolbox or a pack out like I mentioned. These are very inexpensive ways to organize some of those things either inside of a cabinet or on a like a wire rack or a wood shelf or something along those lines. Any of those things would work very well. And, again, it's clear so you can kind of see what's inside of them. You can label the outside of said container as well and thereby really keep things a little more organized. Somebody, it's funny, somebody texted in, Jeff, and said, you're pretty persnickety about your garage storage, aren't you? Yeah, because I like parking in the garage. They haven't seen I'm your I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled. Yes, I like parking. I like parking in the garage. I would. I would give anything to have your garage. I, I like pulling out in the. You know, when it's snowy out, especially, or even yeah. this time of year where it's hot in the afternoons. I like getting into either a cool car in the summer or a warm car in the winter, and not having to scrape snow and ice, and just being able to hop out and drive out and go. With the cars that you have, though, you need to keep them inside because true. the interior is not going to last. True. The sun's going to kill it. That's true. I Good mean, point. it just. Well, and in the wintertime, I don't have them out now because I pull them in the summer months because they last longer if you do. But you guys have heard me talk about the garage mats, which in the wintertime keeps everything so much cleaner, not only in the garage, but the house. I'm one of those where I believe if you keep the garage cleaner, the house stays cleaner as well. And, yes, I'm a persnickety kind of a guy. And what I do is I use the big garage mats that they've got a, a kind of a foam lip around the outside edge. That's mm-hmm. a They're a plastic mat, heavy, heavy plastic, like think of a plastic, or you know, think of a banner, only three times thicker. That's kind of the thickness of what these mat. are. Those old rubber doormats. Yeah, something yeah. along. Yeah, yeah, uh, similar to that. Yeah, and they again they they uh, they trap heat the well. To, they heat well to foam edge around it yeah. to where it's got a big lip to where the the snow, the crap, all the stuff falling off in the wintertime doesn't go on the garage floor. It exactly. goes on the mat, and then periodically you pull the mat out. Rinse it all off, put it back in, and it just keeps the garage that much cleaner yeah. from having all that. And they make them in all different sizes, widths, lengths, and so on. you got to kind of measure it out. They're sold on Amazon. It's yeah. easy to find. If you just type in garage car mat, literally, in Amazon, you'll see everything listed there. Guys, that's going to be about it for Fix It Radio. We appreciate everybody joining us. If you're listening to the replay show, we appreciate that as well. Another course, show is going to follow this of some type. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's somebody else. But keep listening. We appreciate it. In this case, on Saturday, we're going to have Drive Radio coming up next, so don't go anywhere. Fix It Radio, KLZ 5... Views and opinions expressed on KLC 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.